Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Listening to the Thinker Girls Pod channel, I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. Hello. Welcome on over to our little space of the podcasting world where you can get different shows on different days. This is the 411 where we talk about topics and different pop culture stories, things that are going on in the world that interest us. Uh, but we are very excited to be taking ourselves on tour later on in the year. Well, at the end of the year. Yeah. Like next month. Yeah, it's like a matter of weeks away. Yes. I saw something the other day where it was like, it said the amount of days till Christmas. And uh-huh. I was like, it's not that many. No. Like I know it shouldn't shock you because you're like, bitch, it's November. But when you put it in the days thing, it seems closer. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm I'm hosting Christmas. I can't wait. Very excited. But before that, the live show drops. So this is probably when we record this about a month away. Um, tickets are available at thethinkergirls.com.au. It's very exciting. We announced a whole massive guest lineup. We'll be dropping another one of those next week. Uh, and so we want to see you there. Let us know if you're coming. Yes, let us know. I thought you, I thought you, over there? I thought you were going to say something else. It sounded like you were about to lead into another sentence. So I was just, I was like, I'm here to support. <laughs> no, we do want you to come. It can be that, oh, we've said it before and we'll say it again, it can be the thing where you like, catch up with people before Christmas because everyone decides the, per, the person you've been saying, let's catch up for eight months but never really kind of get around to. You decide you must do that before the 25th of December. Well, some family and friends are actually holding this as a bit of a catch-up for them, for their Christmas Mm. catch-up as a a thing to do and have a drink after or before. So it'll be fun. We hope to see you there. Yes, do it. Um, As you said, this is the 411 where we chew the fat about what's going on in the rest of the world that interests us. What interests us, (laughs) even. I want to talk about um, I'm obsessed with Red Table Talk, Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, host that with her mum and her daughter. So it's three generations of women. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Um, And they have the most inspiring, um, not just guests, but it's the topic of combo and the the level with which they go, which I think we're all well accustomed to, you know, podcasting or even, you know, interviews and bits and pieces getting personal. But I think it's so personal because of the types of people they get on. Mm -hmm. So she's done this big one with... Will Smith's ex, which was huge. That's so good. So good. Um, she did another one with that we've spoken about before, put in show notes, with Gabrielle Union that she had this, uh, you know, supposed feud with, mm-hmm. you know, and they had this rivalry for years. Like mm-hmm. she opened up and said, I want to get you on. But the most intimate that I've heard thus far, and you can, it's exclusive to Facebook, you can only watch it on, on Facebook, it's mm-hmm. not actually a podcast, is um, one that she did with Will Smith, her husband. They're still together strong, right? Yeah, but they address all of those rumours and they talk about their unique union. And I 
cried listening to it because I just felt so inspired by it. All right, let's hit that first. I want to talk about Michelle Obama's book Becoming and the amount of bombs that were dropped in that also. Love. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think um I think any any interview or any kind of conversation that you hear uh, between uh, people that are intimate in real life as well as um, I don't know like on on camera together, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, usually sit behind microphones together. Like if you're actual mates or you're, you are actually married or you're, you know, actual sisters in real life, I always – I find that so intriguing. I listen to Armchair Expert a lot with Dax Shepard and he had his his wife on Kristen Bell, you know, um, one of the episodes which was mega interesting mm. because you can hear them. They They – are at each other's throats. You can hear the passive aggressiveness it's coming so, across. And it's so interesting because you have listened to a few this year, like um, Osha's one that you've come in and said, oh, my God, you've got to listen. Yeah. This other one that you've yeah. mentioned a few times. Now it's funny that you're talking about this because Ben and I have kept saying we want to do a podcast about our fertility journey, yet not recorded one single And I keep saying to bit. you, record bits, but, even if it's on your phone. But even, even as a person that we've done this for years, I've you know shared my entire life with a microphone you're right. There is something neck level about an intimate conversation between, uh, yeah, a relationship like that because there is not a reason. Not that we've avoided it, but it's certainly not something we've lent to doing easily. I think. I think perhaps. Um, I mean, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith are on here talking about their relationship stuff of of the past. Yeah. So they're talking about the journey of the last decade, for instance, or the last you know twenty years that they've been together. And now they find themselves in a, in a really stunning place, but they talk about the struggle in post. Yeah. You know, so they weren't recording voice memos on their iPhone 15 years ago yeah, when it was yeah, real yeah. shit, yeah, you know, yeah. so maybe that's it's why, different. the timing yeah. of it all. Yeah, yeah. Same with the Dax one. But it is, hard. One. it is hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it is hard. You know, I think it's hats off to them for doing it. Absolutely. So I think similar to, and I think, you know, if whatever, however many years, that was probably about 10 years ago now, they're conscious uncoupling between you know Gwen and Chris Martin mm-hmm. that the world kind of went bonko for it was like hang on wait he's together and that I don't get it anyway I, I was like you when you said oh um are they together the the Smiths you know I think and they address these rumors and there's two parts and my mate told me she said this will blow your dick off. Like she said, don't worry about part one, listen part two. And then I was so thirsty for more. I went back and listened to part one. So whilst they're, while, and I think it's also so intimate because their mum, so Will Smith's mother-in-law and Jada's mum is sitting there as part of the interview. And so is their daughter. Oh, so they stay on the show yeah, yeah, with yeah. all the different guests. So it's the three of so them. So always the three of them what? with all those other people that you you said. They've was been on there. like they've been one or two that I've listened to where Willow's not there. So okay. it's just Jada and her mum. But, but mostly it's not just Jada. But yeah, but mostly it's the three generations ah. of women. So it's kind of like yeah, it'd be like someone rocking up and having me, my daughter, and my mum. Right. The three of us interview my current partner, okay. is, which in itself, I think, when you just see celebs so or famous people, you're just like, oh, yeah, cool dynamic. But you think about the logistics and the humanness of what it would be to be bearing your soul about your relationship dramas and then your little da- uh, your daughter and, and Willow yeah. going, yeah, I remember that time when, mum, you were always sad when I was eight. Like it adds this extra level of vulnerability yeah there's so many layers anyway so they address all these rumors they said for years there have been rumors about us breaking up cheating in on each other 
being in an open relationship. The big one. That's a big one. That was the big one. And, and, and they, they really said, all right, let's go through them all. Let's address them all. And they were pissing themselves laughing. And that's what this, the through line that I got from, from this entire episode was that they were like, and this was, this is what made me get emotional because they said, no matter what, we are in this together. So when people were like, you know, about a divorce or they're breaking up, they, they said to each other, divorce is not an option. We've got something spiritually connected here that that's actually, as much as that would be easier, <laughs> that is not a possibility. Mm. When, when I met you, I knew you were my person, the actual end. Mm. So they actually speak about, and I think it was so cool to hear and have your mind opened up a bit because they said we were broken up in a marriage. Mm. So they said for two years we were not together in a romantic sense. Mm. We continued to parent our children. We continued to operate kind of as a family dynamic because they said our priorities were set out in a way where family is number one. Mm-hmm. So so you can be on, I guess, you know, they've got the luxury of having separate wings of a mm-hmm. big house. Mm-hmm. But they were like, because they got together when they were young, they, Jada spoke about, and I connected to this so much, in a, you know, in elements, not at all, but in my, my relationship. But I do actually think this is quite familiar for a lot of women and for a lot of men. I'm not saying all, all but she said, I kept saying to you, your measure of success and happiness is not mine because Will was – and he was so vulnerable. He goes, I was acting like a little kid because I was going, look at what I have been able to do for us. Our family is killing it. You have everything that you could ever possibly want in the world. Like from an out external place, we as a, as a family and we as a couple have made it. We are successful. And she was going, I never wanted any of this. I couldn't give a shit if we were in a shack or a chalet. I just want us to to be connecting as people and connecting mm. as a family. Mm. And I kept saying to you, and he recounts this story at her 40th birthday, right, where he goes, that, uh, he goes, that was the moment where you cried for 52 days straight. Every day you cried after that. Because he goes, this entire birthday I'd put on for you, I had celebs rock up. I had these – he'd found these tapes of of her grandmother, which she didn't know about, but and she was had passed away, that he played them for her in front of 200-odd guests. And the first time she was ever hearing them was in front of all of these people. And he's like, I put on, you know, it was, you know tens of thousands of dollars. And there was this show, this big – expression of love and I was kind of like look what I have done for you all this shit I'm doing for you and I've provided for you and he goes actually none of it was for you Mm. it was all for me Mm. all so I could be like hey notice me Mm. you know and and they were talking about how this was the turning point where she was like I can't be she's like firstly I never want to get married and she speaks about why she said I just the pressure of what um, societally I feel like an expectation of being a wife 
brings with it. She said, and you know what? I'm married now and I don't want to be. I like, you're my person. But she's like, I just think it added this for me. I feel extra, a bit like that. This <laughs> extra level. I just got married. But I, I do feel like it was a, a, written a bit for me too. What do you mean? I just feel like it's, it's like this was written – but I, there was, there would be plenty other options which would also be, um, I guess, great options to not be married. Mm. But I know it's my destiny. I know it's my truth. But that doesn't mean you necessarily think it's like you were saying earlier, the easier road mm. or the the chosen road or the road you told yourself you probably go on. Mm. All of a sudden, I met Ben and I was like, oh, that's that. It was clear. It was like it was not a. Not, not an option, but it was just very clear what was going to happen and what was what was going to be my path and what was probably very be- like best for me. Mm. But it's bizarre. Yeah, but it doesn't always mean it's the easiest. No, and also it doesn't always mean that you necessarily thought you were going to choose it. Mm. When it presents itself, it's like, oh, okay, bitch, surprising. Mm. I just found it so, so um, kind of inspiring. Because I guess coming out of a long relationship, I now think about, and I think similar to you in the sense that it's like, well, how do you know whether, you know, like you're just one person. So like you said, you meet someone that's kind of, eh, I don't mind. So that could have been your path. But you meet someone that's like, I'm really keen on this idea of, of having a wife and having a, you know, marriage and that kind of bond. So it kind of shifts where you're at. But I guess I'm at this place where I'm very uh, open where I don't really think either way. I'm not yeah. like – I used to be very much like I could see my wedding. I wanted to be a wife. That was just a non-thought process. I was yeah. like, oh, well – Well, it is for many people until yeah. you have the space to think about it. But now I find myself in this place where I'm like I'm very um, – I'm open to – I don't – I'm open to it kind of going either way. I'm not kind of setting I definitely don't or I definitely do, but I do um I do question a lot of um yeah, I guess like what it, and what it means to me. And it was just so but it, I found it so interesting to hear two people say we were separated but had decided that we stay in a marriage because we got together young. It, it was really important for us to go away but still within this bubble of we're still a family yeah. to find this space and this self-discovery and this almost ability to be selfish and think about yourself, which I think a lot of the time we think we can only do on our own because I've got a mate that's going that's been in a, a really long-term relationship and, and we often speak about this um, – the, the flip side of either side of the coin because she goes, I am learning so much about you since being single. And I'm like, well, I'm learning a lot about you since since being single and I ask you a lot more now about being in a relationship and we offer different things to each other. I said, it, um, yeah, I don't think either one is easier or harder. Each have their, their you know, the easy parts and the hard parts. Mm. And, and she, you know, we were kind of, she was the one that told me to listen to this podcast and and we were talking about whether you can find this real s- sense of um self and this sense of truth in as fast amount of time as you do when you kind of catapulted into you know the single world or being on your own than you can do in a relationship 
and I and I have always been of the thinking that I was like, I guess there's always this element of like knowing or safety or familiarity that I don't think it's it makes you as um as hit the ground running to learn as much about yourself as fast as you do in a relationship versus on your own, which has been my experience anyway. Like the last year of being single v, you know, in a relationship, I think it's been like this real crash course, quick, you got to know, you got to really get to know yourself quickly because mm-hmm. there's kind of no one else to provide you with this sense of like sense of who you are because it's only you. Mm-hmm. But I've never really heard of someone in a relationship doing that like they had Mm. like they still had each other but then they were also incredibly incredibly separate for a really big part of that yeah for like two to three years I think it I think it I don't know I feel like it depends on the match because you both need to be if two feet in and so many relationships one person might have one foot out the door and it's not like cheating or whatever but it's just like there is an end game or there could be an end game and Mm. that's very hard to then stay in if there's someone that's not with like both people haven't got two feet in so Mm. four feet aren't in it's almost impossible to do that and i don't think the majority of relationships have four feet in it at all times no because it can swap can't it yeah and i think but i think well i don't think it should I think it often means that you can want wonder and dream and be pissed and, and, and not be sure about how you're going to get in and out of it, but your feet are still there. Mm. I think there's a difference between um, exploring who you are and being pissed off with who the other person is and doing those things with a foot out the door. It, you can still do all those things and have two feet in, I think. I think... In my experience, I think it was harder to do that in a relationship. Oh, I, 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 I 100% agree. And I thought it was so much harder to be single. Oh, my God. Am I, was I wrong? Mm. So wrong. Because she says to – my mate says to me, I'm so jealous of you, of all of the different experiences you're having, the people you're meeting, this crash course in how quickly you have – learnt about yourself in the past 12 months span Mm. there's a part of me that almost envies that and i was and that's interesting because i think that comes into a conversation around how quickly you how young you meet people too Mm, because we had a similar kind of path in that we're in very long-term relationships with the same person for yeah since a young age and i and to counter that i was like well i'm sometimes look at you and i get jealous the fact that you you're separate enough in the sense that you both are exploring different things as as individuals but then you also can come together and have this real um joint i don't know thing together as well mm-hmm. so yeah, i don't know i think um but regardless i think you should listen to this yeah you should it's really it's almost at the point where i don't really have the words to describe it because i was just like whoa i've never heard a relationship mm. so um so openly explained from both people and you're right it's a, with equal measure mm. of them both being like i was behaving like a dickhead and they're both so vulnerable and open around like the way that they behaved as like they their past people were real past people that they can comment on really um that 
I don't know, like as as actual past lives almost. But that's what I call a conscious relationship. And often, you know, a lot of people don't understand what that means. And you, like you were saying before earlier with Gwyneth and Chris, you could be doing it accidentally. I don't think you can do conscious relationships accidentally. I think you have to be somebody that is invested in growing within yourself and within mm. your unit mm. and I think if you grow that means you build security and it, and it allows you to then be able to look back and be way more honest with what was going on than I think a lot of people can Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. talk about Michelle Obama's book and the first um, I suppose grab that I started to see that went everywhere was when uh, Pink Elephant Support, the miscarriage people or the early pregnancy loss for before 12 months that I do some work with posted a video of her talking about the fact that she had a miscarriage herself. Oh. Which I Is found that the first as, time she's ever spoken about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. And she was also, they also did IVF and she was like 35. All these things. I was like wow. So it's just, it's been really interesting because as we all know, Michelle isn't afraid to share. So she spoke about that and she said that she thought that just like many other people that have miscarried, she thought that she essentially, her, there was a bit broken. Her body was broken. She also speaks about the fact that her and Obama um, did couples counseling and do couples counseling. And I want to play this grab to you guys because I think it coming out of her mouth makes it way more powerful. It was about me exploring my sense of happiness and my voice, the notion that you come to a relationship whole and that I, I couldn't look to Barack and he couldn't look to me to be everything, that we had to make our everythings on our own. And what, what clicked in me was that I need support and I need some from him, but I need to figure out how to build my life in a way that works for me. And it was interesting because as a first lady in particular, it's very much seen that she supports him and that their unit or I suppose their relationship is, and it's really actually very similar to what you were talking about, is really um, very much almost one person, you know, like one unit. And here she is saying from the counselling and from, you know, these kinds of, uh, these types of realizations that she had in her own counseling is that this counseling is about me figuring out who I am and then who I'm going to show up to be, not who we are together. Mm. And it's so interesting. She also spoke about how when she first got married, 
um, that she was really having an internal struggle as to whether she should have done that. Mm. And that, you know, the first few days she was like, it just sounds like a bit of a bad joke that everybody freaks out. But no one ever talks about that because you're supposed to be in this honeymoon phase. Well, especially not the first lady. Yeah. Far it's out. incredible. So she says that, you know, there were times where she was just like, I know what I've got myself into too. And, and that essentially... Well, she says, the answer I'm guessing is probably the best and most sustaining answer to nearly every question arising inside a marriage. No matter who you are or what the issue is, you find ways to adapt. If you're in it forever, there's really no choice. And it's interesting because I had no idea you were going to, you said you wanted to talk about. It sounds so similar. Yeah. Like that no choice thing. Like we're in this together. So let's figure out who we are and what we want whilst we're, or it feels like learning on the go. It's like, you're like, you're like in the car driving to work as you're putting your clothes on. It's kind of like, all right, let's get started. And we'll, I guess we'll figure it out as we go, which I actually think. I don't, nobody really talks about that. You kind of have this idea painted, especially as we get, I don't know, married later in life or meet partners later in life, there's this element that you have to have it all, you know, your I's dotted and your T's crossed on who you are and what you want before the relationship. But it doesn't, maybe that is the case for some people, maybe it's not for others. I don't think it is for many people. I don't think anyone really knows what a relationship's going to be until you live in it, you know, until you're experiencing it. Mm. And I think it's like many things in life. You think that you're going to have an idea of how it's going to turn out. You don't ever you think you can go on for a plan for pretty a long time, maybe 10 years, mm. probably blow up in your face. Mm. <laughs> like it's like it can last a while, but it's probably not going to end the exact way you thought it was going to end mm. or explode or um, or progress. You don't know. You never know. And so, yeah, it is. I, when you said you were speaking about the round table conversation, you didn't tell me the actual specific topic so it Mm. is really similar and I think to me for me I I could not even begin to talk about what it's like how many years on like you know Jada and Will Smith's been what married for 30 years or something and I think these guys would be you know close to 20 30 who knows um but I think you already start to see I mean I compare myself to the only major relationship I had and then I also compare what I know a relationship to be, which is my parents. And I already know the difference. And it is that that grounding of a sense that essentially it's kind of bad and good that I feel like one of us could do anything and we would still turn up to talk mm. about how to make it work. Mm. And whilst that doesn't, you think that gives you this ability, and my mind goes there, you think, my God, what could I do what Ben wouldn't forgive me? Or I'm, I don't know if I don't think he's a sicko like me where he thinks about everything, mm. but what would he do the same? And there is this... this what are like the deal breakers kind of? Well, I don't really... We don't really yeah, have no, no, one. No. Yeah, okay. And I think that's the interesting thing is that um, I don't know if that's because of who we are or the fact that we have come together as conscious kind of people and decision and, and it's been a decision of what we want and... Or maybe some people just find that earlier in life and then they see it, the the sticking it, it together part is the sanctu- sanctu- sanctuary, sanctity of marriage. I don't know if it's the meant to be grounded part or the marriage part that, that actually grounds you or a combination of maybe both. Maybe a combination of both. Yeah. But I think there is that through line, you're right, of um, almost like a 
we're in this together no matter fucking what. So yeah. you can have – and that's – yeah, have your little tanties and have – but I'm going to be here but I whether think, you like it or not. Yeah, and I think it comes back to those two feet in thing. Because, because I, think, I, yeah. I think my dad always was a foot out the door just as a person. He's just a fleeting person. So he's just in, out, and not necessarily that he's straight or – I'm not saying that he did certain things to actually – but he was just a personality that isn't grounded in himself, mm. you know. And then I think about my last relationship. We probably weren't meant to be together, so we knew that deep down and then always kind of had a, well, if this doesn't work, I'm out kind of vibe about it. So it's interesting because I think that comes from it being – Oh, I look at him and I'm like, not that you're as good as I'm getting, like, but I'm like, I don't really think of much more that I can get from someone. And so the, really the responsibility is on me being my best self and showing up and us being able to communicate through anything. I, I think the through line of these relationships and I think for, for me thinking the hallmark of a great relationship in the way I think and the way you speak about your relationship and, and any other successful kind of couple that I, you know, that I look to. And also in other relationships too, friendship and family members and shit that I really connect to and respect. I think there's this element of challenge. And that's what I... I like an ability. Yeah. And I yeah. think I really, when I think about seeing myself with someone in the future, I think that's one of my number one things of a successful relationship of challenging each other constantly but still being secure in yourself and in the other person enough to know that you'll be there at the end of the day. And so I think, there is yeah. this real encouragement of you go fucking do whatever you need to do. I'm going to be here. I'm going to do the same because there is that and that and that's got it sounds like with the Michelle stuff where it's like Obama was a bit like, all right, you go do you, you go work, you go, you have your own individual thing, mm. but then we come together. Because I think in a lot of relationships there's a that, like you say, that one foot in, one foot out, there's this fear of like if you grow too big, are you going to turn around and think, shit, why am I with her? I could do better. Not to mention on the other side, I had a friend in a relationship where she was really – um, unhappy with what he brought into the relationship, right? So she said, I wanted all of these things, X, 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 whether it's commitment, kids, the, the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And he was very honest going, I don't know if I can do all of that. But because he was kind of put as the bad guy, her foot was out the door. Essentially, even though he was looked upon like he was technically the one that was struggling with commitment, he was still very honest with what he was saying. And so therefore the other person was had a foot out the door because they weren't being mm. fulfilled. So it's not always the who's the bad guy, who's the good guy, as obvious as that. It's actually mm. about are you going to stay even if you hear things you don't want to fucking hear? Not to mention when you say the obvious good guy, bad guy thing, right? I think there are a lot of people in relationships that get comfortable with who the person they're in a relationship with was when they first got together. Yeah. And if I'm really honest with myself, there have certainly been times in my, in, a, in my big past relationship where I would see my ex kind of come into his own a little bit, be a bit happier, grow. And, and as much as you can say on the outside, that's what you want. There were certainly times where that I found that really unsettling. And if I'm really honest with myself, there were probably, not that I wanted to hold him back from that, 
But there were elements where I was like, well, hang on, hang on. How do I fit into this? Are you still going to want me if you want all of these other things and are fulfilled in other areas too? Mm. So, th- And I think sometimes that's probably the biggest undercover bad guy in relationships, mm. the ones that encourage your partner to stay where they are instead of growing to their full potential because you're not really sure whether it means you'll be together at the end of it if they're best selves. Or that you're not sure where you're growing. So you mm. kind of – yeah, I think for me as well what I've realised this year um, and it's certainly not been all roses for us – is that um, quite the opposite, actually. And it'll be interesting in maybe 10 years we'll look back and say that was the year we got married and we will not say it was the best year of our lives. We will not. And that's just the fucking reality. And it was a great time and we got married and it was incredible, but it was not, this is not going to be the best year of our lives. We both know that because it's been fucking more hard than it's been romantic and fun. And it's interesting, what I've learned from it is that actually... In order for you to keep your feet in it, and this is just speaking on my behalf very, very early into this relationship, is being that the key is being to, if, to figure out what is what feels safe for the both of you to then want it, then, then have your feet so, so steady in that comfort zone that even if someone was to do something that was unhappy or pissed you off or vice versa, that safety net is actually there if that makes sense. So it's not just about you being secure in yourself and you being secure in yourself. It's actually respecting each other to create that safe space and and how the other person treats you, how you treat yourself, how you figure that out. And I'm not saying it's a home, like what is safe and, and what, what does safe uh, mean to you both as an individual and as a couple? Mm. And that could be the way you talk to each other, um, saying, I love you, you know, like for us, it's we need to have a grounding. So we either meditate together or those kinds of things ground us into this anchor place. And then anything can happen on the outside. But if you've got this kind of anchor, I don't know, and, and we work hard on that anchor, I feel like you've, that's four, that's our equivalent of four feet in. Mm. you know and so it's not just about being secure in yourself and your relationship but it's also watering the garden as such mm. does that make sense and mm. i and we i've noticed which this can be year. very different things right for different oh, people totally I, I know that i don't know anybody that's co-meditating in the morning mm. but that for us <laughs> that works mm. I, that Will and Jada thing, they were like, we've in 20 or 30 years, we've never sworn at each other. Yeah, that's incredible. They don't. She said she did it once. She said, what the F? And he goes, don't you ever, ever speak to me like that or around our kids like that. And they said, never once. We have had many a heated discussion. But never once in 30 years have we sworn at each other since that And it's time. interesting because that would be the equivalent of safe. Yeah, that's what, you know I, mean. what I mean. Yeah. Because I was thinking He's I was like, trying that's to, unsafe I was trying to attack because he came from a really violent household where he mm. watched his father physically beat, like punch mm. his mum in the face, mm. he says. Mm. And I was trying to attack, you know, how I'm very practical. <laughs> I try mm. and attach. I'm like, what is, what does that mean? What's yeah, the, safe the safe thing? That's thing. yours. What's, what would mine be? And yeah. I just thought of that. But I feel like I don't think I even really realized what my version of that was until I was in it with Ben either. Mm. And so going back to that point when we were saying it's not easier or harder, but it is different. I thought for sure that it was going to be um, not easier, but very different to the self-development I did being single. I don't think I've ever done work this hard. 
because I've never cared this much. So it's fucking tough Mm. because you show up and I don't come from a great example. So I've had to do a lot of work to try and get that great relationship. Mm. I wasn't taught how to do it Mm. at all. At all. We'll put links for everything in the show notes, peeps. Yeah. That was an intense conversation. Intense, but like very similar topics. Often we're like, the Spice Girls, now let's talk about death. Well, it's funny. And two strong um, American black couples too, which Mm -hmm. I think is like, wow, you know, there's obviously a resilience and something there that, I don't know, that, that... They've learned from their own experiences, I think, too. Yeah, this There's sense a of defiance there. kind of, yeah. yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you want to continue the conversation with us, we are never off our phones. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or perhaps head to the website for a stack of articles, different content, all kinds of interviews at thethinkergirls.com.au. This podcast is presented by The Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. This podcast is produced by me, Christy Mercer, and edited by our podcast producer, Jordan Lott. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.